What's going on, party people, and welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Sunday, July 26th, 2020, uh, and this is episode 35. Coming up on today's show, we are going to be talking about the Xbox Games Showcase, Halo Infinite gameplay, and more. Uh, there was also a massive Nintendo leak this this week, so we will be diving into a little bit of that. And the potential return of G4. All that and more coming up in just a bit. For now, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by my friend Ignacio. Hello. Hey, what's going on, dude? Uh, Everything boring as usual. Uh, again, it has been yet another uneventful week over here. Yeah. Are, what are, with quarantine and vacations. Are you, like, watching TV shows that have been in your backlog or something? Uh, not really in my backlog. For example, I have been keeping up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, which has been okay. going on right now. In the final I, season. Yeah. And it, again, as always, great show. Okay. I... I have also been watching the new Digimon season, the new Digimon show, Digimon show, which mm -hmm. has been going on. And then the other show that I have been watching is a show called Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma, which is an anime show, which a friend of mine wanted me to watch it for the longest time. So we made an agreement where I would watch the show and he would watch... Well, right now he's watching all of Digimon, like every okay. season of Digimon. So I, I don't think I'm familiar with that one. What's what's that one about? So basically, it is an anime about cooking, and I know okay. it it sounds ridiculous. I always thought of it as something ridiculous, but but think of it like Yu-Gi-Oh, but with I don't know better characters. Because Yu-Gi-Oh at its core, difficult. difficult. <laughs> well, Yu-Gi-Oh at, at, at its core, you can basically say it is a anime about playing cards, right? Yeah. So right now, Shokugeki no Soma is a show about cooking, which at first, of course, it would sound very boring, but then you start watching it, watching it, and it starts being less about the food or less about the cooking. Which still, it, it is a huge part of the show, but it, th that's not the reason why you're watching. You're watching because of the characters and what they're going through and the main character, Soma, trying to be the very best at, at this elitist school with, with so many other chefs and master chefs. And it's all about his, his journey. Best. Like no exactly. chef ever was. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, yeah, that's that's that, that's neat. That's interesting. Um, a while back, we had Jams on the podcast. Jams Wilkinson. Mm -hmm. uh, that is Melissa's brother, and Melissa hosts the Whatnots Review Show and the Whatnots ca Captain's Log with me. Uh, but at one point, he mentioned to me that he was tr trying to watch every cooking-related anime. Or like all food related <laughs> anime and he recommended one to us that we ended up watching uh for the review show called sweetness and lightning 
Mm. And it is the most adorable shit you've ever seen. <laughs> it's about this father trying to learn to cook for his daughter uh, like a year or so after their their mom, his wife, had passed had passed passed away. And he he is like, oh man, I'm like not taking care of my daughter because I can't cook. She's getting like lunchables each each day. Like I I I need to fix this. And so he ends up uh taking cooking le- le- lessons from one of his students, and ends up like learning to cook and just making these fantastic meals. And it was adorable. <laughs> oh. Oh, good stuff. I I I just finished up watching uh, season four uh, of Mr. Robot, which oh, is the last season of that show. Uh, it, uh, okay. well, it, that that was the final season, which ended I think in December of this past year. So it's recently done. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been slowly watching that show for the review show, uh, and Melissa and I recorded our. Uh, Mr. Robot Part Four, uh, this morning. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did it end well? Yeah, dude, I I fucking love the that show. It um, I I tweeted out it was like it starts out, uh, kind of wearing its heart on its sleeve, like its inspirations are like blatantly obvious, and it's uh, it's it's still a great show i think season one is phenomenal but it's it's a little too obvious where it's like oh this is just fight club mixed with v for vendetta mixed with uh like taxi driver and stuff like that um but then in season two through four it just grows into something else entirely uh and it is amazing it is fascinating and it, it ends up being oddly beautiful because it's it's a really really intense show emotionally um it's about hacking and all of the stuff and trying to bring down this giant corporation but the characters are all kinds of fucked up and it's them also kind of learning to deal with that and so it's just this like oddly beautiful show Mm. it's good but let's get on to some video games Let's talk about some electronic gaming. Indeed. Uh, Ignacio, you've still been playing Ghost of Tsushima. <clears throat> yeah. I'm still going through it. Um, I mean, My thoughts are the same as last week. I'm really enjoying the game. It is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I like the characters themselves. I like the Tsushima East. So beautiful. Yeah. Like, there, there isn't a minute where I don't go and suddenly i'm in a new landscape and just everything is so beautiful so colorful and it's so distinct one area from another mm-hmm. and the gameplay is so much fun i'm a big fan of swords in games and sword gameplay so i'm glad that sushima the gameplay really feels so good stuff um, are, are 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 you starting to get used to not having the lock on button now uh it's not that i'm getting used to it, it it's that i'm just dealing with not having a lock on I, I still want 
to have the Larkon mm-hmm. in the game. And I do think that there is a chance that Sucker Punch will sooner rather than later patch it into in. the game. Because it's... I mean, a lot of people want the, the Larkon system. I, I think that that's one of the criticisms that keeps getting brought up whenever I hear someone talk about Ghost of Tsushima. Which mm-hmm. is that the game is great, but it's missing the lock-on system. Yeah. And yeah, I wish it was there. I I mean, I can deal with that uh, lock-on system. It's still going to be, to get in my way, not being able to lock on into an enemy. Into an enemy. At, like, if nothing else, at least do something with the camera when you enter into some kind of, like, battle mode mm. where where if your character does kind of get turned around it will like mm. fix itself just just, just something sure because because yeah like that like i'm i'm getting used to not having it and i think last week i kind of mentioned i was like i, I kind of don't know if i want one anymore exactly but there are still times when yeah you're like inside a building trying to fight yeah. and it's just it's bad or, or your enemy is just behind the camera, not yeah, even in front, and, and just behind them. Yeah, or you get stuck uh, like up against a rock or a tree or mm-hmm. something, and it's just like, ah, oh, God, move, get out yeah. of the way. So, who knows? They'll do something. Are 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 you in Act Two yet? Are you still in? Yeah, act I one? just got in, into Act Two. Okay. I, I thought it was weird. One. Oh, really? I thought it was weird that the game doesn't really tell you it is act two it's not until you go into the pause menu that it says that you are on act two because i heard from someone that basically the acts are divided basically the each act is a different uh castle Mm. so i thought that okay i I beat the first castle i'm guessing now they're going to make this big deal about me going into the next chapter and it or the next act, and it being the next island, and whatever. But no, it was just, <laughs> the story just kept going, and eventually I opened up the map, and realized that I was, like, f- into the, I think I was into the next area of the map. So I thought that was weird. Why would that be in Act 1? And then I realized, no, I'm just in Act 2 now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I thought that was weird, but... Yeah, I just got to Act 2. I I think I'm now I'm going to focus a bit more on cleaning up the area from Act 1, I think. I'm not okay. going to rush the game right now. I At some point, I did start to... Because, like I said before last week, I didn't feel like a rush to go through the main story missions because I felt like every side mission was, in a way... I could see it being part of the main mission, especially mm-hmm. because of Gene's his own mission, he, what he's going through. I could, like, in my mind, those didn't feel like side missions, but then I got to a point where I felt like I wasn't... I knew that there had to be more unlockables that I had to unlock through the main mission, main story. So I ended up just maining the game for a little bit right there. But right now that I got to Act 2, I think that I'm going to take my time right now and go through some of the side missions that are still in the Act 1 area. Okay. 
That sounds good. Yeah, I'm I'm still in Act One. Uh, I am still kind of taking my time, but like I've also been splitting my time between Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, so I, I think this this coming week I I'm gonna I think maybe stick with Ghost of Tsushima and just buckle down and be like, okay, let's n- knock some of this out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Uh, but yeah, so I'm still in Act One. I've done three of the things. Like I just recruited the blacksmith, uh, so I've kind of been mm. down at the bottom of the map. Um, down there, that stuff was really cool. They're starting to introduce some more enemies. I'm starting to see more axe people coming <laughs> at me. I've unlocked some more stances and stuff. Um, How many stances yeah. do you have? Right now, I have three. Oh, nice. I also have to. I have I'm three, halfway yes. through getting the next one. Okay, I'm like just starting on getting the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I am getting used to switching stances on the fly. Yeah, uh, I because it's it's one more thing to kind of keep track of. Of like, okay, that's a sword guy, so I need this stance, and mm. this is a shield guy, so I need that stance, and like I I like it but it's not a combat system i'm used to yet if that makes mm. sense like i'm not used to having to switch st- 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 stances all that much like i i played yakuza mainly in one stance <laughs> and because that's yeah k- kind of I mean, what you can do like you you don't necessarily need to switch your stances all that yeah, much I in mean, yakuza yeah the stances in yakuza were more it didn't have to it wasn't tied to the type of enemy that you were fighting much. It was just more of the type of combos that you wanted to do, and if you wanted to be faster or stronger, or right, yeah. if you had a, I don't know, a crowd of enemies, you might might want to choose a different stance than for one enemy. Whereas yeah. with Ghost, it is more of a enemy to enemy thing. And you say that you haven't gotten uh, like accustomed to the system. I, I'm surprised how, how into the flow I got and how accustomed to the system I got, because at but that's first, the thing. because like I'm I'm, I'm really really liking it. I, it's just mm-hmm. that I I've never really played a game that I have to switch the stances, so I'm just forgetting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I not like, breaking this guy's shield? It's like, oh, I'm stuck on this spear stance. Yeah. It's like ah, oh, all right, fuck, all right. Yeah. Whereas yeah, I'm. Like in the other side, because when you first unlock the other stance, to me it was so I don't know the fact that I had to change the stance depending on the enemy and having to know where the stance was that was like an extra step for me, something mm-hmm. I had to think of. But right now that I have even three stances that I have to circle through them, it just became natural, so natural to me where. I could have a spear enemy and a shield enemy and a sword enemy and I could just okay I'm gonna focus on the spear guys so I'm gonna switch stance right now Uh, now the shield guy I'm switching it right now or the sword guy wants to attack me so I'm gonna change it right now and it became so natural to me and I even have memories where this stance is in the in the options which button is each stance so it becomes so natural to me. And I'm glad that I went from going from 
I was struggling with switching between two stances even to now I have three stances and it's so natural to me and I can keep the flow so well. Nice, yeah. Hope, hope, hopefully I'll get there soon. I'm starting to yeah. get it and be like, all right, here's a good chance for me to switch and stuff. One thing I found myself doing is if I get into a standoff or something like that and then I have to go attack the rest of the people as I'm like immediately after the standoff running for the archers and, and just oh, bucking yeah. them up just like immediately be lining it and being like big attack you know triangle yeah. triangle and it takes like two 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 hits and they're da -da 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 done um, yeah, well, that's and, because they are so annoying when oh, you're yeah, trying to fight really someone are. and they just shoot arrows at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm starting to do that. Just go for the archers first because they are the most annoying ones there. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm I'm still having fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, one of the things I went and did is I unlocked the, like, perfect dodge thing. Mm. Um, which is it's it's like de down at the bottom of the evasion, um, yeah. uh, skill tree, and it's if you happen to do a perfect dodge, it will leave the enemy open to like a one hit kill thing. Mm -hmm. So I just got that one, and I was like, hell yeah, let's go, baby. Um, yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> I, I do have to tell this one story, though. So let me ask you this first. Do you have a gaming routine? Like, do you sit in the same spot, get the same snack, or, like, sit the same distance away from the TV? Like, do, do you have something like that? Well, I I have a place where I play games, so I have the couch there. Sure. Like, that's where the distance. I'm always drinking that, no, Coke Zero. So, yeah, but I wouldn't call it a routine. More like, okay, that's like how it, things it, you, are. You have your like normal spot, right? Yeah. I I I have been playing most of this game in my bed. bed, bed. I'm just like laying back, and the TV is at the foot of my bed, bed and it's fantastic. It works great. Um, and then I, I I think it was two or three days ago I was playing, and for some reason. Uh, like I just decided to like sit up and move c c closer to the end of my bed, which means I was closer to the t TV. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but that like fucked up my flow. Like I was, <laughs> like, my entire groove was thrown off. I I did like six or seven standoffs in a row and died every single time. And I was just like, what the hell? Like what is going on? I was so mad, and and then I like yeah. laid back, dad, down, and I beat him, and I was just like, uh, yeah, that's it. Like it happens sometimes. I, I should be in my lucky spot. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens sometimes. For sure. It's so weird. For yeah. sure. Uh, well, let's see. Paper Mario. I've been Paper playing Mario. some more Paper Mario. Um, I have now beat the second Velemental. Um, the one, the one. I, I, they're called vellamentals. Uh, vellum is a type of paper often used in origami, uh, and yes, they're like these elemental spirits. Um, but that's all I will 
say in terms of describing them because I don't want to spoil things. Um, but yeah, they are some of the main bosses that you go fight. Uh, and I've got my second one down. I'm working on that second streamer. Uh, the, the whole kind of conceit of streamer? the game. What, are you fighting yeah. ninja? Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the Origami King mm. basically like takes Peach's castle, wraps it up in a bunch of like st of, of st 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 streamers and ribbons, like paper stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, and then he transports the castle, and all of these streamers are kind of like tied up throughout the land. Oh yeah, do remember the seeing that? Yeah, in the trailer. Yeah, there's that scene where Mario is like running uh, mm. from all, from all of that stuff. There, yeah, it's 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 that st stuff. So as as you go about the game, you have to kind of beat these streamers. I mean, it's not it's not really the streamers that you have to beat there's bosses protecting them but you have to like unravel these streamers uh throughout the mushroom kingdom uh mm -hmm. which will then unlock the castle by the end of the game so i'm so on my the, second one now these bosses are different from the elementals yeah yeah mm. the you um mm don't really want to say too much on how they're different or why you are doing that stuff without spoiling it yet but um yeah you it's basically you'll go fight a velamental uh and then down the road uh, shortly after you will then go fight the streamer boss and that will uh you do like un like each each section of the mushroom kingdom has their their own streamer you have to unravel <laughs> It's funny though because the second town is a theme park mm -hmm. uh, within the Mushroom Kingdom, and it's all like Japanese themed. So it's 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 like I go from Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> to <laughs> to Mario, and it's all everything is Japanese style. So good stuff there. Um, but but yeah, like I'm 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 enjoying it some more. I'm finally starting to get more of the hang of the c combat uh, and stuff like that, especially with the bosses. Um, it's yeah, it's still challenging, but it's like the right c kind of challenging. Mm -hmm. Still difficult. It's still a little bit frustrating, but it's like enough for me to like sit set up and pay attention and stuff like that so it's mm. good i'm enjoying yeah, good it good to hear enjoying it a lot uh well let's move on to housekeeping unless you have something else that you want to share or ask me about paper mario mm, uh, i don't know no? okay, what cool. else i could i could ask about mario let's move on to housekeeping then If you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. Uh, if, if you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, at our $3 tier, we have a bunch of exclusive c content from all of our sh shows that you can go check out. Uh, Melissa and I just recorded our third 
uh, Patreon exclusive reactor core uh, show in which we were reacting to movie trailers from the 2010s. We've done one from the 90s, from the 2000s, and now from the 2010s. Uh, so that's that should be out very soon at the start of this next month. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but we would also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, so much for helping us out uh, and for supporting us for so long. We love you and appreciate you tons. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Indeed. Last thing I want to say for housekeeping is uh, thank you to all of the people uh, so far who have reached out. Uh, about potentially being oh, yeah. a new host, uh, I've I've had a number of you message me uh, and stuff like that, and we've been talking and stuff like that. So uh, if you are listening to the, the, this one, because I've kind of been like, hey, go listen to more of our shows. Let us know your thoughts and feedback. In the meantime, we'll kind of keep talking and stuff. I've been being like, hey, what do you guys think of that 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 Xbox showcase, huh? Oh, cool. Shout out mm-hmm. to you guys. Um, yeah. Thank you for reaching out because we could absolutely use the, <laughs> the help. And I think it would be fantastic to at least have mm-hmm. one or two of you uh, join the show so we can get a little bit more ver- variety. And yeah. if, for example, someone gets sick, you can be like, hey, guys, I'm sick. And then whoever else can continue the show. So that mm-hmm. would help yeah, us out be a nice ton. To- be able to miss a show and not have the show be canceled. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's it for housekeeping. So, Ignacio, let's move on to the news. Let's go. Xbox had their big old game showcase this week. Uh, Ignacio, did did <laughs> did you get to check it out? Uh, yeah, I did end up watching. I didn't wake up early for that. I ended up watching a VOD later. Gotcha. So I I watched most of it. Uh, I did skip some parts here and there, but for the most part, I watched everything. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I woke up. I was at, at, at work, which was just me in my bed <laughs> with my laptop. Uh, and I the put on... Yeah, hard, hard at work, right? Um, yeah. And I put on Jeff Keighley's Paris show and was watching that stuff. Uh, but yeah, they, they had some 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 interesting announcements and stuff. What did you think of the showcase overall? I think it was a good mm. one, bad one. Mm. Eh. Uh, I can't say I'm. <laughs> I was that excited coming out of it, but I'm. I think that if I were more of an Xbox fan, I might be more excited for it okay but seeing as i'm not that big of an xbox guy i didn't find much here to get excited about especially when you compare it to sony's on own presentation last month yeah yeah i i think i would kind of agree like i i, I think it was a solid showcase they mm. had some good stuff but i think at the end mm. of the day it didn't really wow me yeah like with the playstation one i walked away being like holy shit miles morales fuck yeah i want to play that whereas this i was like cool like halo looks really good 
Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are excited for Fable. I'm personally not because I haven't really played those games. Uh, and so besides Halo, like there wasn't really much for me there. Um, yeah. Uh, well, the thing for me was that with everything that they show, I either had no interest on the thing. I They didn't show enough to get me interested on it. I didn't know what it was or some combination of that. Yeah. I, uh, well, let's I, see here. I think maybe one or two games I'm kind of excited about. Or not excited, but intrigued at least. Makes but sense. nothing that really was like, oh my god, I have to play this. Or, oh wow, this, look, this looks great. Indeed. But yeah, no, let's go through the list first. Yeah, so Twitter. we got a roundup uh, here from purexbox.com. Uh, this is by Fraser Gilbert. I'm basically just going to read these off uh, bullet point after bullet point, and then we can kind of dive in after that. Uh, so in the pre-show, uh, Dragon Quest ele- uh, yeah, Dragon Quest 11S is coming to Xbox Game Pass in December. Uh, that mm-hmm. was a cool one. Exo- yeah. e- Exomecha is a free-to-play first-person shooter coming to Xbox next year. Which Turn looks based... kind of. Oh, do you want to go? I mean, I was at, just at least going to kind of go through all of these really, really, really fast to at least mention them, and then we can dive in a- sure. after to uh, if 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 we have something to say. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So cont- continuing in the pre-show. Turn-based adventure Echo Generation hits Xbox Series X in 2021. Hello Neighbor 2 is sneaking onto Xbox Series X. A 3D action platformer Balan Wonder World arrives on Xbox next year. Uh, And then on to the main show. They opened up with the world premiere gameplay of Halo Infinite. Uh, And then next up was State of Decay 3. That was announced for Xbox Series X. Or as a motorsport on Xbox Series X will be 60 frames per second with ray tracing. Rare g- gave us a closer look at their new game, Everwild. Uh, tell me why. Chapter 1, which Ain't is the new game from... Take it away, Ignacio. Uh, <laughs> Ain't nothing but a mistake. Chapter 1 um, of Tell Me Why will be out August 27th. Um... Ori and the Will of the Wisps will be 4K and 120 frames per second uh, on the Ooh. Xbox Series X. Who knows if they can keep that number there because that sounds gorgeous. Yeah, um, and also it really depends on your own monitor or yeah. television if you can actually hit 20, 120 frames per second. Exactly. Uh, the Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon releases September 9th. That is, I think, their first major DLC. Uh, Obsidian unveils their new fantasy RPG, Avowed. As Dusk Falls is coming to Xbox Series X. That looked like a kind of narrative adventure game, like a motion comic type of thing. Double Fine shares a new look at Psychonauts 2, which is also apparently starring Jack Black. Uh, and that will be coming in 2021. Destiny 2 hits Xbox Game Pass in September, which makes a hell of a lot of sense. 
uh, and mm. their Beyond Light expansion, uh, which I think we mentioned last week, was recently delayed to November. Uh, so that will be coming in November as well. Um, Stalker 2 is an Xbox Series X console launch exclusive. Uh, the dual reality trailer for Xbox Series X game, The Medium. Uh, we got another look at that game. I think that's by Bloober t- Team. Uh, same guys who did Observer and the recent uh, Blair Witch game, too. Mm, I don't know. Uh, the Gagunk uh, is coming <laughs> to Xbox One, Xbox Series X in 2021. That one looked oddly interesting. We'll, we'll circle back around uh, to check that sure. one. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 or 40, yeah, 40,000 Dark Tide uh, is coming to Xbox Series X next year. Tetris Effect Connected uh, is an Xbox Series X launch title. Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis arrives in 2021. Uh, and we got a, a look at the k- k- campaign for the upcoming first person shooter Crossfire X. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 Sea of Thieves will be enhanced on the uh, Xbox Series X and it's official. A a new Fable game is exclusively uh, coming to the Xbox Series X and PC. Who would have thought? There you go. No one saw that one. Uh, So was there anything from the pre-show that you wanted to mention? Uh, uh, Uh... I'm trying to look at the trailers that are here just to remember what Dragon Quest game 11, Exo Mecha, uh, Echo Gen- Gen- Generation, Hello Neighbor 2, and Balan Wonderworld. I think Balan Wonderworld is the one worth mentioning because uh, that's from yeah. a new studio from Square Enix. And this is their 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 first game. I... I saw a couple people excited for that one. I that doesn't mm-hmm. really look like it's a game for me. Um but we'll see. The characters yeah. almost look like they were in Digimon now that I think about it. <laughs> like really skinny arms and legs and their heads were just slightly bigger. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah. This is a game that clearly is trying to evoke some nostalgia because it really looks like i don't know ps2 era platformers to me so i do think that if you're going to do that the game could really be either hit or miss where it could be really bad or really good and interesting from what i'm seeing there's a ton of variety onto what you're doing so it, it looks like it could be a good game but i don't know like I said, it the I don't know what the feelings that it is trying to evoke. I do think that it could really be either hit or miss, sure. especially yeah. when you're seeing more contemporary contemporary attempts to it. It really reminds me of I had on time, sure. In a way, and I think that that game came and went. Not many people talked about it. Yeah, and I know uh, Mick, the nanobiologist, was streaming that a while back when it was mm. when it came out. 
Um, but but yeah, I I don't know if there was much in the pre-show that was necessarily for me. Dragon Quest Eleven looks good. <laughs> I yeah, know... yet another announcement for Dragon Quest Eleven. I think right, that like, so... it has been everywhere. I, I heard something. I don't know if this is true. I might be really misquoting it, but I think Dragon Quest Eleven S that is the like expanded one that was on Switch, right? Was that on sure. other consoles? Too? I don't know. Or did they only put S on no, Switch? No, I think it came out on PS4. Maybe because for some reason, I thought I heard someone say that this was really strange because. It's a port of the Switch one, which I don't know how that how true that is, but that was like, huh, what? Okay. Okay, I so I, here's a new story that says Dragon Quest 11s on PS4, Xbox One, and PC will be a port of the Nintendo Switch version. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, isn't Dragon Quest 11 already an a Nintendo Switch game? So it makes sense. Well, uh, yes, the eleven s, which is the one that is coming to Game Pass, is already on Switch, and I think that's the one that. Oh, but eleven is. They have a eleven is a version. Yeah, they have a regular version of eleven, which does not have the like expanded content. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, well, yeah. Let's move on to the main show and all yeah. that stuff. We've got to talk a little bit about Halo. Uh, yep, I'm I'm excited that th- I I think yeah. the gameplay looked really fantastic. Uh, I think it maybe went on a little bit too long, but I it looked wonderful. Mm. See, I I cannot say that I'm very excited. I'm at least a bit more intrigued on the game, comparing mm-hmm. it to before. But the reason I'm I'm not excited is that it it looked <laughs> it looked a lot like Halo, which I know that's what a lot of people wanted. But as mm-hmm. someone who just played Halo Combat Evolved and really didn't enjoy it that much, that's bringing it down for me. How much it it feels like, oh, or it man. looks like Halo. Nasa, Halo. you are so wrong. <laughs> no man, I, people will see how right I am. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so we are I mean, still that, looking for that, new hosts. I think we're g- going to need someone okay. else now that I've fired Ignacio. Uh, <laughs> hey, you won't fire me. I'll fire you. Um, uh, but you know, it it looked like it looks like Halo, but it, it, there are yeah. some newer elements in there that make it more appealing for me. It did look more open than at least Halo Combat Evolved. It. The they added some stuff in there, like the grappling hook, grappling hook, that it at least at least speaks to me. But other than that, it looks a lot like Halo. And to be honest, the Xbox Series X is being marketed as the most powerful console ever, mm-hmm. and the the game doesn't look that good, to be honest. I gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think for me, it is the thing of like having played the first four Halos. I haven't played five yet. Um, as the series continued, yeah, it kind of got away from what I loved about the game. Like my most fond memories of Halo are playing Halo one and two. 
Um, and I, I, I think, yeah, it is hitting all of the right nostalgia buttons. I'm wondering if they stole the grappling hook uh, mechanic from Doom when they saw that in the mm. when they, they were like Doom now has a grappling hook and they were like man we need a grappling hook <laughs> Master Chief had that um, that's an interesting one one of the things that I saw in there that not many people are ta- are ta- talking about I saw Alana Pierce mention it uh, they pulled a fastball special with one of the grunts one of the brutes picked up a grunt that had two grenades and threw him <laughs> at, at 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 you and there was this yeah grunt like flying through <laughs> the air just being like Wah! i didn't know that that was in there yeah i i saw it i was like it was was that a fastball special oh my god <laughs> th- th- this is great i love this um yeah yeah so i i i think that'll be fantastic what what game was it? There was something recently, I, I think, that I saw. It was Assassin's Creed, right? It was Valhalla, where they had, like, and the, like, big bad guys will pick up the dead bodies of their oh, fallen yeah, yeah. comrades and throw them yeah. at, at you. Uh, so that also seems to be a recur- recurring theme, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, yeah. What, yeah, gameplay-wise, what was there, it, it did look fun, in a way. Mm-hmm. But... Then again, it is 343, which brought us Halo 4 and 5, which I haven't played, but I I at least know that's, I would say that's Halo fans' least like Halo games. Yeah. So I'm I'm still cautious about about the work that 343 will will do and whether or not it will be a good game. Bring up about that is they said a couple times that this is like the end of the trilogy right for the the three four four, four three sure games um and just in that wording there's an odd kind of finality right that it it it's really seems like this might be the last hurrah for halo and depending mm. on how it does, maybe they'll make another one down the road. But it looks like this is going to be basically it for a while. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to be supporting this one. Be more yeah, they talked about that. How game. they are looking at this Halo as not necessarily the last Halo game, but kind of like the last Halo game for now. In that they mm-hmm. will keep supporting Halo Infinite. For years to come. Because I, I think the one thing that 343 did right was to start expanding the universe. I know so many people have such an attachment to Master Chief. But I think they have such a rich universe that it would be okay to play as an, another Spartan. I know it didn't necessarily work out in their favor... Uh, and they mm-hmm. they just haven't created that magic yet, but like it it's yeah like I I I don't know how this is going to play yet, still. So mm. yeah, we'll I don't know. We'll have to see whether or not they can deliver on the game if it mm-hmm. really is the Halo game that will bring back the magic of the old days, or if it will be just another 
Halo 4 and 5 situation. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think the biggest surprise of the showcase for me uh, was State of Decay 3. Really? I, I, I Yeah. I just, well, I, so I... You I were expecting say, another one? I was not, no. Or I had at least not heard that another one was coming so mm-hmm. soon, if that sure. makes sense. Like, I was just like, oh, I haven't heard anyone talk about this one. So that, mm-hmm. that was a big surprise But that could be because... I, I wouldn't call it State of the K that big of a deal. Or yeah. something that a lot of people talk about. Would I? So maybe that's why we haven't heard about anyone trying to leak State of the K3. Yeah. That but I don't know. Interesting. It wasn't a surprise for me. There wasn't anything that would tell me that there wasn't going to be uh, another State of the K game. Mm-hmm. And also, there wasn't anything really in that announcement that would get me excited i am trying to not get excited about cg trailers that say nothing that yeah. show you someone doing something and that's it because that's not the game they could like after seeing that that trailer the game could be anything yeah the the trailer isn't telling you anything about the game the game could be anything indeed so i'm, I'm trying to not get excited about any cg trailer uh, was there something in here that surprised you or something else that you want to uh, mention? I mean, we should talk about Forza. Sure. Apparently, Forza isn't going to be... It is very early on development. So it won't be available at launch and probably won't yeah. be available next year. That's an interesting so, one for sure. Yeah, it it is interesting because Forza is one of the main pillars of the Xbox along Halo and like... Gears technical yeah show piece of just like ooh look exactly. how good this looks yeah and and racing games have always been used as technical show pieces when you are debuting newer hardware because racing games is something that the layperson can get their heads wrapped around everyone knows cars everyone has mm-hmm. seen a car everyone has been inside a car so that's always the best Wait, way been to inside show inside a car Whoa, dude, since when? Oh, every day. (laughs) I live inside one. It's like every day I'm hustling, Kyle. Get out of my way. But yeah, racing games have always been technical showcases for newer consoles. So it is kind of weird that Microsoft isn't using Forza Motorsport or the next Forza to showcase their quote-unquote most powerful console. Ever? Yeah. Yeah. And for it to not even be coming out anytime soon, that's also weird. If I'm not mistaken, we didn't get a Forza last year. And we're not getting a Forza this year. But before that, from what I've heard, Forza and Forza Horizon have been coming out pretty much each year. So mm-hmm. trading years between Forza Forza Motorsport. Or Forza Horizon and Forza Motorsport. I wonder if they kind of put the like internal stop on that of like, hey, we see everyone t- t- talking about all these sports titles and Assassin's Creed and stuff like that of just like we don't want these like yearly titles with where not much mm. changes or stuff like that. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. wondering if they're just being like, hey, let's take a little bit more time on this one and see. Yeah, and I wonder. 
if they, by taking their time, they might want to make Forza more of a platform rather than a, a game, an annual game. Yeah. That's something that we saw kind of with the last Forza Horizon, how they kept supporting it with DLC. Different events. Like the Hot Wheel like DLC yeah. or the Lego DLC or all the other DLC. So that's kind of like the track that they're going, pun intended. But... <laughs> So yeah, I think that them taking it their time might be because of that because they wanted they want to make it more of a platform that then they can add on into. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I Yeah, I guess I don't really have much else to say about Myth. Forza. Um 60 FPS is ray tracing. That's yeah. all we know apparently. Speaking of ray tracing, something that we didn't bring up, apparently Halo will not come with ray tracing. It will be patched on later on, which is That's weird. Odd. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. It is odd that it isn't, it won't be there day one. Again, for the <laughs> Halo Infinite will be their showcase, their big game for the new console. And ray tracing has been one of the things that they have been talking about as one of the things for the console, one of their big elements of next gen so mm -hmm. it's odd that they won't include that on their big game right out of the gate it's odd indeed mm -hmm. uh let's see next thing i wanted to mention was tell me why i'm really excited about that in game um, I'm a big fan of Don't Nod. I loved Life is Strange. I thought Life is Strange 2 was phenomenal. Uh, it really showed that they kind of took that concept of, do I want to go with this decision or that decision? And then they, like, matured it and not necessarily complicated it, but they built on top of it, right? So it's just a little bit more complicated um, whereas like you, you might choose to do one thing, but your actions also affect other people and they might choose to do something else that then forces you into a situation that you did not want to go in, mm. stuff like that. And I thought that, 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 that was neat that like, despite choosing one thing, the thing you wanted to happen might not actually happen. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm excited about that one. I didn't realize that was coming out so soon. That's going to be yeah. out August 27th. Uh, and, and, and also, th that'll be we, on Game Pass too. So we also know that the, the because that will be chapter one. The following chapters will come out fairly soon after. That, I think that I, has I heard out. weekly. Yeah, which is amazing. I mean, on, on one side, my question is, why wouldn't you release it all at once? All at once, yeah. Like because I can see clearly, more like once a month, but yeah, because if it is going to be weekly, clearly you're just splitting it up and making a second release. But on the other hand, I can see kind of like the strategy as to why you would you would delay the the release of the game because in a way, if for whatever reason someone gets intrigued by the game and decides to get it from Game Pass and say you could only get the first two chapters on one month, but then mm -hmm. you want to play the next chapter, but your subscri subscription or your early trial won't last that long. 
maybe you'll now want to spend the extra money and get the to get the other chapter. Okay. I mean that uh, that could be a reason as to why you would divide the game like that. Yeah, and I I think in terms of marketing, it's a smart thing to mm -hmm. a degree, right? Where there the chapters of the game will be in the gaming discussion week yep. after week, right? Yep. So good stuff. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I'm excited about Everwild. I still don't know much ab about it. That's Rare's new game, but I will keep an eye out on that one. That's the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game? No, that's Grounded. Uh, which that's is Everwild. Everwild is Rare's new g game. It was like the like dark forest with all the like weird-looking creatures with like the beautiful neon colors. Stuff like that, like the pastel neon, stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, I remember the one. I don't think this yeah. game. So it'll it, it looks to be interesting, but I still I still don't think we know much about it. Yeah, no, we don't know anything about it. I don't think uh, because this is just cinematic. Next up, the gunk is the one that I the wanted gunk. to circle back around to. This name, man, I. I don't think it's a great name, but it's it's <laughs> one of those things that it's like it's so shocking that it yeah I, I like it the gunk. Yeah, I mean in a in a way it is a name that differentiates yourself and exactly makes people remember your name or whenever you hear the name like like I what I did like the gunk. Yeah, that one should be coming out September of twenty twenty one. Uh, the little blurb about the game reads, The gunk stars a duo of gritty space haulers struggling to make a buck as they chance upon an untouched planet brimming with life. Uh, they've come to gather alien plants and other valuable resources, and it looks like they've hit the jackpot. As they start uncovering dormant secrets of a shattered civilization, however, they must save the planet from the curse of a corruptive gunk parasite while desperately keeping from getting caught in a spiral of festering mistrust. Mm. I thought it had an interesting art style. It looked kind of comic booky. Uh, yeah, mm. like it, it it just had the like right things to be like, I want to keep my eye on that one. Yeah, it remind me in a way to what's it called? Why am I No Man's Sky in a way. Ah, yeah. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, it sense. From what I'm seeing from the gameplay, it looks pretty but I'm intrigued as to what's what I what exactly are you doing there? What makes you keep it going? What's the goal? What's the what exactly are you doing right there? Yeah. Mm. The last but not least, I think we should mention Fable once uh, more. Sure. Have 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 you played the Fable games? I uh, know I played uh, the demo of one of the Fable games. I have no idea which one, and I, I barely you. remember it. But yeah, I, basically I've seen no. some of my old roommates played the game, and it, it it looked good. It looked fine. I'm I'm just not a big like fantasy person. Mm. I, I I I don't like that genre as much. Um. So yeah, I never really played the Fable games. I think this one, I'm sure, will be great. 
if if that is your thing, if you like RPGs and you like fantasy and you like all of that stuff, I I think it'll be phenomenal. Uh, but that's the thing. I don't know. It, it's also not really for me. So yeah. Hopefully you're excited if this is on your radar. Yeah. I mean, same for me. I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm not a fantasy guy, but from what I remember from what I played of whatever Fable it was, I can say it's not my type of game. That makes sense. It's not the type of game that I'm excited about. The other game that we should talk about is the Medium. Medium, yes. Yeah, it looked interesting. So basically, the trailer showed you someone going through a building. I don't know exactly what what it was. Maybe a psychiatric ward, maybe? Sure. I don't know. But yeah, basically, it it showed you two planes of action. Basically, you're going through this place, but at the same time, there's like another plane of existence where... Where everything Reality is... versus the spirit world sure. type of thing. Yeah, and on one world, it's everything normal. And then in the other world, it's all very creepy and weird. And I don't know how to describe it. But so apparently, you, the game will have you going through or going back and forth between those worlds. And from what they said, they are basically rendering two worlds at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, it reminds me of that level from Titanfall 2, where you're yep. basically going from the present to the past, going through the same area on both, or that level from Dishonored 2, where you're doing the same. So it reminded me of that, and it felt like they are making a game around that. And I thought that was a pretty cool idea. And, of course... This is also showcasing the power of next-gen, how you'll be able to go through basically two areas, jump through them without any loading, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I do have to say is that from what they showed there, I still don't get what like the what you're doing and how exactly you're using the jumping from one world to the other one. Yeah, it's still They'll, a little bit unclear. Um, yeah, but I it felt like they each they show that there are two worlds, but I still couldn't get how you connected them, how you went through one another, and how you used that mechanic. So I haven't played any of this developer's games, but I was really interested in Observer, uh, which I know is ha- g- 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 getting an enhanced version for next gen so i know i'll be picking up that one because i'm a big cyberpunk fan and that was a like a cyberpunk horror game thing Uh, i was i was gonna try and pick up that one despite uh, the fact that i don't like horror games um (laughs) but i like i would love to get on that i heard decent things about the blair witch game really I, yeah, not, I mean, not, not, I not, not like bad things about the game. Not much. Like it, it's not going to be like, oh, you need to play this game. It's great. It's amazing. But just like, yeah, it was fine. It was good. Mm. Um. But yeah, so like, I'm I I I I think this is a team that is at least fairly competent and confident in mm-hmm. 
what they do and what they make and i i think uh i i think their stuff is something to look out for in the future yeah that makes sense for sure so yeah yeah hopefully so. they can nail the jumping from one one plane to the other mm-hmm. indeed let's move on to uh our next news item uh let's jump into some more ubisoft news ubisoft will not be charging uh more for the next gen games this is coming from nick stat at the verge who writes ubisoft has publicly committed to keeping prices for new games released on next gen consoles this fall at 60 dollars." the company said in an earnings call on wednesday that diverges from the strategy of fellow video game publisher Take-Two Interactive and its subsidiary 2K Games, which are planning to charge an extra $10 for next-gen PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions of the upcoming NBA 2K21. Mm. What do you think about this? Yeah, when when the news first came out about 2K and how they will be charging $10, dollars more for next gen games i think we all took it as this is a new direction this is the direction that the games industry will go forward on we all took it like that's how it will be so now seeing that ubisoft will not go that route it now leaves it more in the air as to whether or not that will be what will happen right now i'm i'm more confident in that there will be a fight at least from so, the side that will still keep the $60 and the side that will try and go for those 10 extra dollars. I think what makes this interesting is that Ubisoft, uh, it will, let me see if I, it says something about it in this article here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Is it, um, I don't know if it's in here or not, but it, it's they're making it seem like it's at least for the launch of stuff that they're just like, hey, the initial stuff <laughs> will be 60. Yeah, but th- the thing is, if you're going to change it <laughs> midway through, that will be so right. hard to accomplish. Now, now the, is the time the to launch, change it yeah. if that's what you want to do. The switch of the of generations, that's the point when you are you can try it. If you do it later, that will be so much harder. You yeah. will get so much, much bigger of a backlash. Backlash. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, I I doubt it that they will change it. I mean, they could if more people come out saying that they will charge charge seventy. So if Ubisoft ends I'm, up being the only one charging sixty, I I do think do see that maybe then they could change it to 70 but if that's not the case i do think that that would be such a hard fight to do it halfway through so on the other hand ubisoft is typically the publisher that likes to get on the like hey we're making cross-gen versions of our Mm -hmm. game right Uh, i think they did that with black flag and unity i believe was the one that was also on there no, they did. No. Black Black Flag was the game that came out. I think maybe a month before 
the PS4 and the Xbox One came out. But then the year after that, they made two games. Unity, which was a next-gen exclusive, and Rogue, which was a previous-gen exclusive. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I guess I'm wondering if they are going to do it only for the cross-gen games. Like, hey, these initial games that we ha have, they're most likely going to be cross-gen stuff. So if we just keep it at 60 for the initial like cross-gen stuff um because uh, I, I i don't know if they've had access like how much access they've had to actually develop for the playstation 5 specifically i'm sure they they have had their good time with it i could I mean, see I'm them sh studying. i'm sure they've had it but like yeah i like there's been stuff that we've seen, like the new Ratchet and Clank game, where it's like, hey, that stuff won't be possible on the PlayStation 4 yeah. or stuff like that, right? Like, I, I'm so I'm wondering if they're just kind of saying, hey, for now, since this stuff is possible on all of them, like, let's just keep it at 60. And when we do start to make stuff that is maybe more specifically only for the next gen stuff, then we'll raise our mm. prices. Maybe. I I could see Ubisoft next year already coming out with games that are exclusive for next gen. Yeah. Like like we saw last time. I could see Ubisoft do that. Especially because Ubisoft, more than any other publisher out there, is so willing to jump into newer hardware. Mm -hmm. Support yeah. newer hardware. Like Ubisoft is always, if you're getting out a new console, whoever you are, Ubisoft will be out there. Probably. So yeah, I I do. I wouldn't be surprised if by next year, at some point next year, we already are seeing Ubisoft games that are exclusive to next gen. Mm -hmm. But even if they do have games that end up being exclusive to next gen, I do think that they that would be such a hard sell to tell people that they are charging more, even if it's only going to be next gen. If yeah, you already started charging sixty dollars at the beginning. Even if it is a year a year later, it's still a strange move. So we'll have to wait and see what is yeah. what more of these publishers will announce as their mm -hmm. prices. Moving on to number three. Well, actually, before we get on to number three, let me circle back around to Yobisoft. Uh, I I didn't think it was necessarily newsworthy per se but did 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 you have thoughts on all this stuff coming out that they a bunch of their management was like hey we don't want like female led games or stuff like that like supposedly assassins creed assassins creed odyssey was only meant to have cassandra and then they were like women in games don't sell blah 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 yeah, I'm a big it is a bit and I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit surprising to know that that game was meant to only start one one character instead of mm -hmm. two, because you Odyssey, like the fact that you can jump between two characters, that's like a big thing for the game. So it it is kind of like shocking to know that that wasn't meant to be that they wanted. Cassandra to be the main character, mm -hmm. and then going back to Origins, how they wanted was it Aya her name? Yes, I think they wanted her to be 
either a, to have either a bigger role or have her be the main character. So yeah, yeah, it is a bit surprising that he was even asked to. Yeah, it is a bit surprising to see people like that not that long ago to still think that you can have you cannot have a female character lead a game because it will stay less. Because I think that by then that has had been proven wrong. I would have yeah, I mean, thought it, that, that was the it's case. It's been proven wrong so many t- times. Yeah, it's just absolutely bonkers that it's still happening though yeah i mean who knows what will happen next because now we have seen that they have changed their whole editorial team or and the higher-ups that were in charge of all this i mean the higher the highest of the higher-ups that would have a say on this had he quit so that it would be interesting to see how that will impact that if we'll end up seeing now that not Valhalla because that's already coming out, but the next Assassin's Creed will that be a female-led game? Although I wonder if they can pull that now, since with starting with Odyssey and now with Valhalla, they have been going through that, or they have been doing the whole. You can choose whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah, it, it might not be the same for Assassin's Creed, but I I, I think, yeah, if, if we do get a more, like a, whether it's a new IP or something, they, they just, you know, they might, they might make it, hey, there's a woman as the main character. I think now yeah. that they know they have that opportunity, mm-hmm. then, yeah, they might start taking advantage of that. But I think for things like, well, I mean, it, it, Depends, right? Because I, I think Assassin's Creed is definitely going in the direction where it's like, you can make your own character, you can do this, you can be that, you, you know, like it's giving you more and more freedom. Whereas I think if they end up making a game that is maybe more narrative focused, um, mm-hmm. then they can. I mean, like, we haven't had a new Splinter Cell in forever. And one of the like prevailing ideas for that game is like what if it's sam's daughter because she's in that game and instead yeah like, sam be the... being the, the the one who's who's uh out in the field it's his daughter and sam is the person in the chair like that would be amazing and yeah but i can see now <laughs> they're getting a lot of backlash especially because sam has been popping up in in <laughs> every game other than uh sure. proper spinter sale Sure, but so like, if, I I do think there will be a backlash if now Splinter Cell does does come back and you you are not playing as Sam. I I can see that, but I I think I'm so like starved for just a good stealth game. Sure, and if 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 it nails the feeling of Splinter Cell, if Sam is still in there as like a main character, maybe not necessarily a playable one. Like I'm. I, I feel like I would be fine with that because having her uh, or ha- having his daughter be the next agent makes logical step. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes sense in, t- in yeah, terms of, sense. like, the next logical step mm-hmm. for that. So, who knows? Who knows? Uh, okay, number three. 
massive Nintendo leak reveals early Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon secrets. This is coming from Patricia Hernandez over at Polygon, who writes, Anonymous users on the internet bulletin board 4chan started posting files purporting to show source code and development uh, repositories of over a dozen classic Nintendo games. From Super Mario World and a cancelled Zelda 2 remake to Super Mario 64 and The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. In terms of what might interest an average person, the leak appears to contain source code for Super Mario Kart, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, and Yoshi's Island. Uh, I'm looking here on the article that Patricia wrote and further down in there they have a, sec a section that is titled so what have people found uh and I'm, I'm gonna read a couple of these off here apparently for example super mario world contains a a a a assets where it where it appears luigi g gives the player the middle finger <laughs> uh, there are also a number of never-before-seen characters, like this Mustachio di Yoshi. He looks like a g oh. grandpa. Uh, he, he looks like Yoshi, but with a like white eyebrows and a mustache and a beard, kind of like Master Roshi. So he might be uh -huh. Master Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Uh, I'd be like, "Wow, Peach, you're looking good." <laughs> good. Um, let's see, we got further confirmation that Mario is absolutely punching the hell out of Yoshi to elongate his tongue. Oh, yeah. But uh, for, yeah, for Super Mario 64, uh, folks are showing off early levels like a castle, uh, where Nintendo is, uh, likely tested Mario's capabilities. There's also mm -hmm. lots of, like, high-res Super Mario 64 screenshots coming out with, like... An audio, which yeah, one of yeah, the others like, that came out is the one where Mario defeats Bowser or throws Bowser, mm -hmm. which, like, what, have you played Mario 64? Oh, yeah. What does Mario say when he throws Bowser? I, I, I don't remember exactly, but I remember it being like, what did he just say? Like, <laughs> what is that? That has been the, the, one of the biggest debate out there in gaming as to what Mario says when he throws him. Because yeah. to me, he has always say so long, gay Bowser, <laughs> and that, and now it, uh, a raw audio file for that came out, and it's clear that he's saying that, and it's so weird because Charles Martinet has come out to say that he he supposedly was saying so long, King Bowser, but if you listen to the audio file, there's no way that, he, that he's saying that. So again, know, this kid. The the leak just added fuel to the discussion. Yeah, I so yeah. There's there's all sorts of like high res screenshots coming out, uh, yeah. early like models of Link and stuff like that. Uh, Look, unused. The most the most important thing that came out is that Ellie's real, baby. Let's go. That that what is real? L is real. Kyle, L? do you not know the I don't, one I, of the biggest I, gaming mysteries? I only know L, is L from Death Note. God, Kyle, have you ever been on the internet? Do you not yeah. know anything about not about on 4chan though? It's not 4chan. It's one of the biggest gaming secrets. 
Again, what is with, this? With so long, gay Bowser. L is real. Okay, so Mario, Super Mario, even Mario Bros, Super Mario Two, Super Mario Three, all have had Luigi. But you get ah, to Mario yeah. sixty four, and for whatever reason, Luigi is absent. So one of the biggest gaming mysteries of all time was, is Luigi on the game? And there's this one part on on the game. It's a courtyard that has a statue of a star in between. I think it was a star. But it uh-huh. felt it always felt out of place. And so that statue, statue has a plaque that has stuff written on it. And it's not very high quality, so you cannot make anything out of what's saying. But one of the biggest rumors was that the thing said L is real and some numbers after that. Weird. And so everyone took that as it is a confirmation that Luigi is somewhere in the game. But no one has found him yet. Well, so again, now. now we see that Luigi was in the game. So L is real was real. So, uh, I do see a correction at the bottom of this article that says an earlier version of this article included a Super Mario 64 sound file that is a fan-made restoration and not a part of the leak. Um, uh, so I don't know if they're talking about good old gay Bowser, but uh, it, it could have been that. Who knows? But yeah, a lot of interesting stuff came out of this leak. Yeah, and, and it's it, so it, it impressive. It was massive, and they are still finding things. Yeah, and that's the most impressive thing, how massive it is. How Nintendo kept so much of their old stuff to this day. Yeah. And I think one of the funniest tweets to come out of this was from Emran Khan. Again, everyone should mm-hmm. follow him. It was that Square Enix, oh, we lost our original source code for our old game so it will take us a while to remake all these older games and then Nintendo oh no we just kept everything from 30 years ago Yeah, we have every source code every file everything we still have it yeah crazy yeah it's so funny how they have all this stuff still Eden. Uh, let's move on to story number four in which the U.S. Army retreats <laughs> from Twitch. Uh, this is coming from so Nathan G- Grayson over at Kotaku, uh, which, by the way, shout out to Nathan Grayson. Uh, I, I recently started following him during the midst of all this pandemic stuff because apparently uh, he, I, I, I guess, lived or like splits his time between California and here in Richmond. Where mm-hmm. I, 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 I am, so he's been at a lot of the like local protests and stuff that have been happening here in Richmond, uh, and he's he's been like keeping people up to date on all of that stuff. So thank you, Mason, uh, for 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 your service there. Mason, uh, you combined the his oh, name of the I thank you, Nathan, for for Nathan Grayson. Not Nathan. Yeah. Um, so the U.S. Army. Uh, Nathan writes: The U.S. Army has dealt with with sustained backlash 
over the past few weeks against its recruitment-oriented Twitch channel, which has banned viewers for asking about war crimes and hosted supposed giveaways that just dumped people out onto a recruitment page, which the army has since claimed that did enter viewers into a competition through other means, but which Twitch nonetheless forced it to stop running. Now, in response to this, it looks like the army is putting a halt to all Twitch activity, at least for the time being. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of saw this even? one b- bubbling up in the background yeah. the past couple weeks, but I didn't think it was enough like worth mentioning until now. Mm. Of, of just yeah, they they've been running giveaways and competitions that yeah. to to sign up it t- t- takes you to their recruitment page which is shady as fuck yeah um super shady yeah and and then then like i like the the thing about pr and Mm -hmm. stuff like that is yes part of your job is to kind of control the conversation i get that but i think man it like in the time we're in right now especially here in the united states in the midst of all of these black lives matter protests when people are coming into your twitch chat and wanting more information being like hey what's up with all these war crimes whether it be about legitimate war crimes that the u.s has committed in actual wars or it's stuff that has happened in these protests like and them just straight up banning people for that like people are literally coming to you looking for an answer and they're just being like nope yeah nothing yeah to me this is clearly some PR or marketing branch of the U.S. Army that's so potential on Twitch. Yeah. So like, they... Where, where are all those them? They're young kids. They, they're yeah, they're so... not hippity-hopping no more. Exactly. We need more Twitch. soldiers. What are the kids doing these days? They got their call of duty. They will want to... We can... Yeah. <laughs> we can have them come our way. But yeah, so... I don't know. I, I'm guessing they didn't put that much effort in there and... Yeah, if I'm doubting that if you are a part of the U.S. Army and you are whatever employee of the U.S. Army and you have people coming to your Twitch chat and asking about war crimes, I mean, at first, I doubt that they were actually, like, wanted to discuss war crimes as opposed to For sure. just, just like trolling throw it in stuff. your face and hey you are monsters and you did all this stuff i doubt they, they were looking for a conversation more they were more looking at shaming the u.s army and showing sure. how all the bad things that you are so maybe that's why they didn't have the right people there to deal with that so their default thing was to ban them mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, again, the the headline is so funny. The U.S. Army retreats from Twitch. Yeah. And also, it's funny how this came out a couple of weeks after Donald Trump got suspended on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, he had his two-week suspension. But yeah, I mean, like, it's yeah. wild I mean, stuff, it's, man. It's something I, shitty that the U.S. Army did. How they How they tricked people into signing up to something like that, to an army. Absolutely. It's so shitty. 
Yeah, I'm glad uh, that they, five. they retreated. Oh, you had something else to say? No, just that I'm glad that they retreated, that they were defeated by, in, by the internet. Yeah. Number five, G4 teases a 2021 comeback. This is coming from Matthew Olson over at US Gamer, who writes, First released via IGN as part of Comic-Con at Home, the short video uh, is, or I guess J4 posted a short video this past week that announced its comeback to the world. After some slow pans through a warehouse filled with geek sundries and G4 in-jokes, the camera pulls up to reveal a TV playing a game of Pong that's gone on for a very long time. It glitches, we see the G4 logo, a card for 2021, and a new tagline. We never stopped playing. Pretty creepy, if you ask me. That's not the full extent of today's rollout for the revival, but other concrete details are nowhere to be found at the moment. These, the once-defunct Twitter accounts for Attack of the Show and X-Play have both shared the video. The various former G4 hosts have made vague tweets in re reference to the reveal, and entertainment outlets like Variety got pinged with a jokey press release that contains no substantive information. Ignacio, yep. what are your thoughts on G4? <laughs> so I, of course, never watched G4 because I think we... I don't think we ever got G4 over here. And so I only know about G4 from what people on the games industry and gaming okay. personality and whatever have said about G4. And so my question is, in what shape will it come back? Will it be another TV TV channel? Was it a channel? Yeah, I, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't think you can do that right now and... Because maybe back in the day when you didn't have many outlets to get stuff, video game stuff, and people talking about video games and making video games a big part of their message, that wasn't a big thing back then. But right now, you can find that anywhere on the internet and on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So the novelty there is, isn't there anymore. And also, people have been going, have, been, have stopped watching TV in the way that they did before. Right. So I wonder in what in what shape G4 will come back and can it come back? Can it be a success? Well, this is an interesting one because a, a couple months ago we got news of Ven TV, which was basically yeah. tr trying to do the same thing. We'll we'll circle back around to Ven TV in our upper runners. But G4 for me was an interesting one. I I, on one hand, definitely have some nostalgia for it because it was the place that allowed me to watch E3 back in mm -hmm. the day. I, I I got to see all of the coverage through G4 and I got to watch it on t TV. However, it was also kind of my introduction to porn. What? Yeah, so I, I mentioned this on the captain's log as well because I thought this was just a wild story. Uh, yeah, no, so please there, explain. There, there was this show on G4 called Unscrewed, and it was like a late-night tech talk show 
And one of the bits that they did every so often was uh, reviewing a porn performer's website. <laughs> and they would go to the website. They would show it off. They would sign in. They would show sh- some of the p- p- pictures and the p- pages and all of that stuff. <laughs> of, co- of course, it was all c- censored for, t- for TV. But they were legitimately reviewing the websites. And it was wild. <laughs> and the, and that's the thing. Like on their website, they would give you links to these websites and mm-hmm. sample p- 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 pictures. And mm-hmm. so little old Kyle w- w- was going to these websites being like, man, these girls are beautiful. They're not wearing anything. What is it's going so, on? It's so funny that that was your introduction. I mean, it, but it, I mean, I guess it, if you're it, that it was old, not my actual you didn't have introduction, the but it was one of them just like, I can watch this show and they show me these websites. I'm in. And, and so, yeah. yeah, like that. Something like that is not gonna play well today, and from the story, yeah, and heard, for sure that won't come back. I can guarantee and, that won't be a thing now. And from the stories I've heard of, like behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. it wasn't good there. Like the culture was not good. It was uh, filled with uh, sexist stuff and misogynistic stuff, and yeah, just like from what I understand, it was not necessarily a great place. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that this will be like trying to bring back all of G four. I do think that if they are going to do something with that, it will be more like bringing back the the idea the of G four, which yeah, or not not necessarily the brand, but the idea how G four is supposed to be this video game TV channel that you talk about video games. So I that that's something that you could bring back and you would have you could bring in talent i have seen a lot of people on on twitter talking about how they want their own show Xavier Woods. there yeah Xavier He's Woods campaigning, campaigning. He's like, let me host anything and everything <laughs> <laughs> that would be great i i mean that could be big for them if they could get xavier that of all would people be good. to it's, it's again, especially in in the midst of all of the Black Lives Matter protests. Like this is the yeah. time to start lifting up their voices instead of just being like, "Hey, Greg Miller, we love <laughs> you," but you know, like no, it, I would still love to not, have yeah. Greg. There. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd still love that too. But like, that's that, that's that's the thing. Like, I think this is like this specifically stuff like this has a great opportunity to completely reform their image and highlight people of color, highlight women, highlight all 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 sorts of marginalized voices. I I saw Steven Spawn being like, "Hey, let me host something." And mm. we can t- t- talk about uh disabilities and accessibility within g- 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 gaming. Stuff like that would be amazing. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, especially if they wanted to be a TV channel compared to they wanted to be a, a network of YouTube channels or what they want to do, I think that will more than anything dictate the kind of content that they will have in there. Indeed. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see what it will be. But yeah, Xavier Woods would be a great get because he, he knows his stuff. He knows his video games. 
he's also a, a big personality, a great personality, a great host. So that exactly. for them could be a big kid. And also he's exactly. such a big name with the WWE. Indeed. That about wraps us up for all of our big stories. Um, let's go on to our new and notable section. It's going to be a real short one. Uh, first thing, Yakuza Like a Dragon will be released this November in the West. Finally, we're getting at least the month that it will come out. Yeah, which we kind of knew it, it would be It would be a launch title for the Xbox, right? Yeah, is, is, but... is that what they said? Yeah, I think that they said that it will be there at launch, but the question would have been if for PS4 it would come out before the, that. Okay, so that was a question. So now November. we at least know that the game will come out in November. Well, Whether or not interesting... it comes out on PS4 before, I don't know. Yeah, this is an interesting one because uh, both Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Cyberpunk are coming out uh... in the same week in November. <laughs> This is now coming out also in November. Fuck. We're starting to get more information. And there there was something going around this, this month that I would say take as a grain of salt. But apparently someone did an interview with a Microsoft executive in which they asked them if uh, Xbox is still on, on, on track for its November holiday release. And they said yes. And then, and then Microsoft came back to comment, being like, "Well, we 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 haven't confirmed a date yet, you know." So Fuck it was one of those things where they tricked them into being like, "What about the November release? Are you still on board for that?" And they're like, "Yes." So, yeah, I think chances are it will be November. Same here. Yeah, but Watch Dogs Legions comes out on October 29th. It does. Yeah. Oh uh, God. Which that, that and Yakuza is a long game, kind of a long yeah. game. I, I would say t like twenty hours at least. And November is gonna be packed. Uh, be I don't know what so do. yeah, that's that one. Uh, and then next up, Samurai Jack: Battle Through Time is coming out August twenty first on all platforms. Uh, so if you okay. would like to go back to the past, okay. Samurai Jack, you gotta get back, back to the past, back to the past, back Samurai to the Jack. Indeed. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that'll be a good one. Be on the lookout for that. But that does it for our new and notable section. So let's go on to our last section, the Upper Runners. Okay, first up, NIS America will no longer be publishing the Danganronpa games. Uh, and they've been pulling them from the PlayStation 4 and Vita stores. Spike Chunsoft, the game's developer, will be handling the publishing from here on out for that Weird. IP. Uh, yeah, it's an, in what. an interesting one. I don't know when they will be back up on the stores. Yeah. And soon. Heard good things about those, didn't, those games. Yeah, people like Danganronpa. Didn't we hear something about the, some news about Danganronpa? Was it a new game? A new show? No, I, I guess it I already know. has an anime. Not Was sure. there a new game? I'm sure we heard something new about Danganronpa. So they're pulling the games out of the stores. I, I, 
it might have been a collection. I c- c- kind of remember something at the start of the year. Uh, you know what? It could be um, like a mobile connect- collection. Maybe. For the mobile. Maybe yeah. Uh, next up, f- the French or a French union is preparing a collective lawsuit against Ubisoft amid their abuse allegations. Uh, so just if, if you guys want an update on that stuff, looks like people are prepared to sue something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the streamer Zero was banned from Twitch over sexual misconduct allegations. I have no idea who Zero is. I don't know well, any of these sh- funny streamers. Enough, Zero is from Chile. From Chile? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's he's from your your uh, your backyard there. Yep. You gonna go over there and sh- shake your fist and be like, "Well, what were you thinking, young man?" Yep. There you go. Uh, yeah, so more more sexual misconduct allegations continue to c- come out here in the games industry. Uh, but next up, new concept art for the Anthem reboot, I guess it is, uh, uh, apparently shows Sky Pirates. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in how sure. they're trying to revamp Anthem... Apparently, Sky Pirates might be one Apparently of the Apparently, that's, that's still the plan to yeah, kind of reboot still, Anthem. Still working. Mm-hmm. In there. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we would circle back around to Ven TV. This was the kind of uh, 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, not yeah. necessarily TV, but just like YouTube, Twitch. Uh, you guys can find it. Pretty much everywhere. They announced a new show called Gray Area, uh, hosted by Sasha Gray and Dumbfounded. Oh, I get it because of the name. Yeah, Gray Gray Area. Area. Uh, It seems to be an advice show. Just like, hey, you can ask them questions and they will respond. And it's weird that this is the first show that they announced for their for the gaming. I, I don't know if it's the first one they announced, but it's the first one that caught my at- attention because okay. I follow Dumbfounded on Twitter and stuff. He's he's a great rapper, uh, but he he's been streaming on Twitch for a while. He does a couple different shows, and then I know Sasha has also been streaming on Twitch, yeah, uh, for a while too. If you guys haven't seen her other work. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she like has been trying point. to get away from, or not trying to get away, but starting to do newer stuff. Yeah, which which then is interesting for this because it's in kind of an advice show where you are allowed to ask questions and write into the show, and they will c- cover all sorts of t- topics yeah. on the it show. Th- so I that she is a good pick for that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm okay with that. I'd be in- interested in hearing what she has to say. But you, you have mm-hmm. to, 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 to know that a lot of people are just gonna be writing in about sex stuff. Which, yeah. let's be honest, people need to be more educated on, anyways. Especially <laughs> the p- yeah. porn I- 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 industry, because there's a lot of bad things that happen in there, and a lot of it is very fake. That is mm. not how sex yeah. goes. So, uh, yeah. But last but not least, let's end on some Sony news. Ghost of Tsushima 
sells 2.4 million copies in three days, making it Sony's fastest-selling original IP. Yeah, which uh, I guess would put it above Horizon. I think so. Yeah. 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 That that would because it's the fastest. Um, this is like when you see a commercial for the for a new movie or like five different new movies and they all say we're the number one movie in america oh and, yeah and, and it's just like how like what metrics are you using and it's 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 stuff like this it's like this is our yeah. fastest selling original ip yeah that's why i'm stuff saying like, that. like that's why i'm saying it's it's now above horizon mm-hmm. because Which, other I mean, than still- that i don't know which one would be above that because God of Good War, them, Spider-Man, and I don't know what other game. Last of Us wouldn't be in that category. Yeah. Good on them, though, because that's, that, yeah. that's still a lot. And so. also, it seems that it has been selling really well in Japan. Stories have been coming out how they have been selling out of physical copies in Japan and how they need to print more. I, I saw, I think it was Nibel tweet about that and he linked to a famitsu thing but it was all in mm. j- j- japanese and so i was just oh like, you don't read the japanese i can't man Cal, why japanese do i have you ignacio here? i'm pasty mcpale white man o- 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 <laughs> over here i wish i could read japanese or like understand yeah. it so i could just watch anime without the sub titles again understanding a bit of japanese does make playing tsushima a bit of a bit frustrating, knowing how the subtitles don't match what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Good for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, Ignacio. Yep. What are you hoping to d- dive into this week? Hopefully, just keep exploring Tsushima. Yeah. Seeing what's out there and probably kill more Mongols. You got any like TV shows or books or something? Something else you're hoping uh, to dive into? Uh, something else I mean, you're excited for? Again, the same that we that I talked at the beginning of the show. Then I keep watching Food Wars, Shokugeki no Soma. Okay. Agents of Shield still coming out weekly. Uh, Digimon still coming out weekly. Uh, other than that, no. Again, it would be another. Yet another boring week. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I think I need to kind of make a decision and not split my time between Ghosts or Ghost of Tsushima or Paper Mario. I I kind of want to do Ghost of Tsushima, mm. but we'll see. They're both good. Mm, I do think that there is a good way to dedicate time to both games at the same time i mean there at is. least the way that I, the way that i do it is that whenever i have i have a game to play on ps4 and a game to play on the switch mm-hmm. i will whatever time i get to play on the tv i'll play the ps4 game and then whenever i'm in bed or it's a the switch is a perfect console for the bathroom then <laughs> there i will spend time with my switch so I think that there there is a good way to split your time. Yeah, there, if you there want, abs- to. there absolutely is. I I just have a lot on my plate between all of the podcasts and stuff. I don't have oh, much yeah, sure. t- time, so it's like the little time that I do have 
sometimes I just want to make progress in because otherwise I'd be like, well, it's uh now like February of 2021 and I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could just put a hold on Paper Mario and just play Tsushima now because it's not like there's anything coming out soon. Yeah. Well, I think August is Tell Me Why, which I'm excited for. I think August is also uh, Tony Hawk's. Is that right? Is that September? No. I think September because I, think I have September. my calendar right here when I ha- where I have the games that I want to play. And to me, August is just barren. I have nothing either. Interesting. Okay. Maybe Tony cool. Hawk. Or is Tony Hawk coming out with Crash? No. No idea. Crash is, is coming out with uh, the Star Wars game. And that's September. No, okay. October. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Good August stuff. is very barren for me. I don't know about you. Well, that being said, I think that about wraps us up for the show. Mm-hmm. So we will get out of here. Go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal. Sell your soul. T- tell a friend. Tell a foe. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, again, I know we don't do a video podcast uh, for the show, but go follow us on YouTube because um, we put all of our podcasts up there and our uh, other shows are video podcasts. Uh, I think right now we're sitting at 82 subscribers. So we are inching so forward to so 100 close. Yeah, so if, if, if we could reach that, that would be wonderful. Uh, and yeah, that is it. This has been episode 35 of Crossplay. We will see you guys next week. Bye. You can find me on Twitter oh, at yes. IgnazRojasB. <laughs> you can find Kyle at, at Yo Kyle Springer. You can follow us at The Whatnots and go to thewhatnots.com. Go like, share, and subscribe. And I don't know if you have anything else to say. My brain is Until next time, fried, bye. man. My brain is fried. Yeah, go go do all, all, all of that stuff. I will plug our Twitter, at uh, the whatnots on Twitter, if you want to stay up to date with all of our shows. But that's it. Let's get out of here. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.